Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Psyched, Commas on Psychology, Relationships, and Personal Growth. I'm Nicole. And I'm Laura. And today we're going to be talking about breakups. So before we start this episode, I just wanted to let you guys all know that we are doing a 13-day self-esteem challenge starting on May 18th. So if you want to be a part of that, that is all going to be happening in the Psyched Facebook group. And there's links to that. Um, if you go to Psyched Convos on Facebook or Instagram, you'll be able to find us there and find the links all to that self-esteem challenge. Um, so go ahead and join that group if you want to be part of that challenge. We're going to be covering a lot in those 13 days. It's going to be really helpful on getting you to have a better understanding of your self-esteem and where you're at and um, how to build your self-esteem, the tools and resources that you're going to need to develop and grow your self-esteem. So if you've ever struggled with low self-esteem or um, want to just work on maintaining your healthy self-esteem, this is definitely a great challenge to be a part of. So once again, that's starting on May 18th and all you have to do is join the Psyched Facebook group for that. All right. And now we'll get into the episode. So we are talking today about breakups, and this was suggested to us by one of our listeners. So um, like we said, if you guys have any episodes that you want us to do um, for, about any topics that you want us to cover, let us know and we'll um, definitely do them. So today we are talking about breakups, and I think the main thing that most people want to know about breakups is how to get over them. Um, but obviously that's not the only thing uh, around this topic, so we're going to also just touch on quickly at the beginning about how to know if you should break up with someone and how to actually break up with someone before we dive into the getting over it part. So um, how do we know if we should break up with someone? Um, well, I think the first uh, probably obvious one would be if there's any kind of abuse, um, any uh, physical abuse and, or emotional abuse. There are times, you know, you can um, possibly work through some emotional, but if you've tried and there really seems to be a, a lot of pushback from your partner, then it's probably best to just end the relationship. Right, right. So that would be kind of the number one obvious reason. Right. And there's obviously, though, a few more that aren't so obvious. Um, some of those could be if you feel like you're obligated. To stay with this person just based on maybe the length of time you've been in a relationship, other outside extenuating circumstances around the relationship. Sometimes family members would mm -hmm. want you to stay together or you <laughs> feel like you like their family really well. And, yeah. you know, so that you don't want to disappoint people. Or even like friends are... if they're in your friend group, you don't want to like, you know, push the friend group apart. But the main it, thing is you want to be in a relationship with somebody you want to be in a relationship with. It shouldn't be because of uh, other people. Mm -hmm. So, right. Yeah. And then another thing that could be a reason why you want to break up with someone is resentment has begun to build, build up and you actually realize that maybe you don't even like this person anymore and you could find yourself treating this person poorly and maybe you don't like the version of yourself in the relationship anymore. So these are kind of big indicators. Right. And I think resentment tends to build up if, let's say, you've been asking your partner to do things differently or 
uh, change certain things and they are basically not responding to that. They're totally ignoring that. So you go on and on, but um, then resentment builds up. So if that's the case, then, and you've already tried to let them know what's upsetting mm-hmm. you, then that's probably a good indicator. Right. And um, if you start noticing yourself wanting to spend more time with other people besides your significant other, um, that could be a pretty big indicator as well. So if you have started hanging out with friends more, family more, just other people in general, trying to get more time with other people and maybe not making time for your significant other because you don't want to be, uh, that's a pretty big sign too that you could be, um, maybe you should think about breaking up. Right. Like you're planning more things with other people than your partner, or maybe mm-hmm. you uh, make, make excuses to stay late or stay away right. <laughs> um, for a multitude of reasons. Or I guess so. even like putting other people first, like your friends first before your partner. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then another one is if you feel like your communication is not working, like you both aren't listening to each other or communicating effectively with each other. Right. I think it's always, you know, if it's a valuable relationship or, you know, let's say it's you're married or some or have children or whatever, I think you want to do your best to take, make attempts to heal the relationship. Um, you know, however, that does take two. So if you've been putting in all the work and this person still is not responding or not uh, acknowledging things that you're asking to change, or, you know, they just started continuing in their ways, then there's really no other recourse at some point. You, you know, you have to take care of yourself. And so um, that would be a time to consider moving on, and especially if it starts really hindering how you're feeling emotionally. Uh, it could be affecting your self-esteem, your, your work, infiltrating all other areas, uh, areas of your life. Mm-hmm. And that obviously is going to be, you know, affect everything. Uh, and at that point, it's not worth it. You have to really take care of yourself. So right, those right. are, if you're really falling apart, and that other person is not willing to do anything, then that's an indicator that it's probably the end of the relationship. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think the last one here is if you have already worked really hard on the relationship, you have put in that effort. Like you said, you have been either you've been making changes or expressing to your partner some changes that need to be made and really actually giving it a fair chance and giving it the shot and working on it really hard. And it still is not improving or even showing any signs that something is going to change. Um, that could be another, that's probably one of the last like indicators that it is time to break up. Right. Right. Yep. All right. So now we're going to go into how to break up with someone. So if you are the one who does want to be doing the breaking up and you're the one who has to do it, these are some of the best ways to go about it. And this is, I think is maybe for, um, more like long-term relationships, something that's actually, lasted maybe at least like six months or so. Um, 
but definitely doing it in person is a good idea. Um, <laughs> it just shows that you're respectful and that, um, you cared about the person and you want to you. I think you would want the same from the other person. If it was right, right. Not over text, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, important to do it face to face. I think that is being respectful of the person. Um, and you know, that's exactly, you want to do it the way you would like to, um, have it done to you. So, um, I think it's important to take responsibility for your own feelings, uh, your the reasons or thoughts or your opinion of why you don't want to be in the relationship anymore mm-hmm. rather than blame the other person. That's, you know, we all need to take responsibility for our own feelings, even if we feel that that person did something wrong, but it's our feelings that are telling us and, and causing us to make this decision. So, so that's an important thing. Yeah. And I think, you know, they, I think you just, the person who you're breaking up with deserves to be told the truth. So being open and honest with them, really just coming from that place of um, honesty is important. Cause I think again, once again, you kind of want to look at it from, if you were in the other person's shoes, you would probably want the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so after you've done the breaking up, if you're the person who's breaking up, it is on you to be the one to stop the communication. So really it's not good to continue communicating with that person that you just broke up with at least for a while. Um, because you need that clean break to kind of get over it and to really realize where your boundaries are and to know that this is actually over. So it is on the person who's redoing the breaking up. They have to be the ones to stop communication. Um, so don't reach out, don't respond to the person if they reach out to you. Um, yeah, you don't want to send them mixed messages. It's painful enough. And if you're continuing to reach out to them, maybe wanting to say, I want to just be friends, that really, you know, that maybe that's something you will achieve way down the line when both both of you have healed. But in this time, it is not a good, um, it just sends mixed messages. Right. So I think it would be important to refrain from that. And I yeah. just want to stipulate again, if this is uh, in any way an abusive relationship, um, that it, that is a separate way of dealing with how you would break up. Uh, you don't necessarily tell them um, that you're breaking up because that could put you in danger. Uh, so that's a whole other or set of ways of handling it. Um, most so we're more likely, talking about like a normal, right, normal relationship. Right, right. <laughs> where you're not afraid for your safety or, or anything like that. Yeah. So. And we can go into yeah. detail about that in another episode too, if people are interested in hearing more about what to do in those types of scenarios. Right. Um, but for today's episode, um, uh, you know, we're just talking about a healthier relationship. So, yeah, the average <laughs> relationship that has gone sour. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so another thing that you can do to uh, that's helpful after you've just broken up with someone is to keep a list or, or like a journal or something like that where you have written down reasons of why you broke up with that person because as time goes on, you might start remembering more of the good times and you might not 
completely remember why you broke up with the person. So keeping a list handy, um, if you are like tempted to reach out, um, keeping that list there so you really can remember and remind yourself why you did the breaking up or why yeah. you broke up with you. I think a lot of times when we break up with somebody, either either side, whoever does the breaking up uh, or is the broken up mm -hmm. with well, person, um, we're always going to remember you were in a relationship for a reason. There were good times. And so when you're really feeling down and you're you're kind of going back to those memories of those good times because you're wanting to, you, you feel a hole, uh, something's missing, uh, but you have to realize that you also broke up for a reason. So it is helpful to have a, a list to remind you, okay, well, here are some really serious reasons why mm -hmm. I decided. So not to fall into, oh, but it wasn't that bad. You know, you have to remind yourself that here are the reasons that I, I made, I took this step. Right, exactly. And then if you do ever decide to, or choose to, uh, contact that person again, um, create another relationship with that person again in a non-romantic way. Um, make sure that you're doing that when you're completely over them. You really don't have feelings for them. You don't want to date them anymore. Don't do it from a place that you're trying to get that person back. And also I think it's important to note that make sure that that other person is in the same place as you are. Um, right. so even if you're ready and you want to have a relationship with them non-romantically and you like just want to be friends with them again, um, they might not be ready for that stuff yet. Right, right. So now on to the, the meat of the whole thing. Right, the best part, yeah. <laughs> How do we get over it? <laughs> well, first, I think it's really important to allow us to feel what we're feeling. Mm -hmm. Over, We're going to feel, there's all kinds of emotions that come up with a breakup. It's really a grieving process. And so we want to allow whatever comes up for us to to come up and not, I think what I, when saying that, meaning that we shouldn't judge ourselves for having any particular feeling. So let's say you have the relationship is, you know, was really bad and people have been telling you, no, you shouldn't be in this relationship. And so you think, well, why should I be upset? Because it wasn't good, you know, mm -hmm. um, but you, but it doesn't matter. You've spent a lot of time with this partner, this, this person, uh, as we're, talking about longer term relationships, um, it, it has taken up a big part of your life. So you are going to have uh, fears, um, pain, maybe feelings of betrayal, feelings of embarrassment that it didn't work out, you know, right. so, so all kinds of feelings, sometimes feelings of uh, failure that it didn't work out, sometimes even feelings of guilt that you were the one to do the breaking up. So all those feelings are you have to just acknowledge them and not judge them. Just let, let them be, but um, let them come up for you and just observe that these are the feelings. This is where you're at right now. Yeah. So, you really don't want to push them away. You don't want to block them. You don't want to um, pretend like maybe the relationship didn't mean as much to you as it did. Um, so anything that is really uh, rejecting that is something you don't want to be doing. Right. And there is no time frame. Again, with, with grief as well, there's no time frame mm -hmm. that <clears throat> it should take. Um, I, th I think a gauge for that would be if you're starting to use that, you know, that, that grief 
down the line as a way to stop you from getting into any anything else in your life and that becomes a problem but you know relationships do take time so you need to give yourself some time mm-hmm. right yeah yeah exactly and uh so the second step to getting over a breakup is trying to find yourself again um look at things that you maybe stopped doing when you were in a relation in that relationship, things that you put to the wayside, um, didn't really take as much active participation and things that maybe you really liked doing, um, try to maybe reincorporate some of those things back into your life. It's also helpful to try new things that maybe you had wanted to do while you were in the relationship, but never got around to. So now this is really the time for you do what you want to do. Um, and this also means continuing to do the things that you enjoyed doing while you were in the relationship. So don't stop going to a certain restaurant or bar, coffee shop, movie theater, whatever, just because you guys, that was like something you did together. If you really enjoyed that and you like doing it, don't stop doing it just because uh, it reminds right. you of that person or you did that with that person. Yeah, so many times when we're in relationships, sometimes we don't even realize how much we've given up of ourselves because we may have been working really hard to make the relationship work. And so we've cut off parts of ourselves that maybe we felt uh, the other person wasn't accepting of. So it is really important to look back at, you know, who, who are, who were you before the relationship and what parts have you let go of? So, so that's definitely a good thing. And, um, yeah, so and trying and, and not staying away from places, it might take a little time to get back mm-hmm. into maybe doing exactly some of the same things, but don't, you know, eventually you'll build new memories if you continue to do those activities that you used to um, do with that other person. So, you know, that's what you'd want to do is continue and build new memories. Right, exactly. And then the next step is to reach out and meet up with friends, meet up with family members. Do not isolate yourself. Like obviously in the first couple weeks or so when you're really going through like the grieving process, it's totally understandable to want to be alone and like, um, you know, not go out and not see people. And that's totally fine. Um, But at, at a certain point, it's not healthy to keep yourself isolated. So really kind of, I think you want to try to push yourself a little bit to go out and, um, hang out with your friends and things like that. Um, yeah. I think it becomes recognizing who is not going to be judgmental of you still being upset. So you have to pick and choose who you trust that is not going to tell you you should be over it or you know cheer up that kind of thing so you might start out with really being selective over who you choose to spend your time with and slowly as as things ease up adding in into that mix you know other people that um you can go out and do things with but so be sensitive be understanding of that that you want to you want to you don't want to isolate yourself but you also want to pick people to spend time with that are going to be uh supportive and non-judgmental and well, and good listeners feel better too yeah good listeners mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly and i think too um i know there's a 
kind of a difference here between men and women when they go through breakups. And I, I think I read this somewhere or like saw like, it was more like a funny meme or something like that, but it was like, women for like for the first month after a breakup, they were like crying, eating ice cream, like all this stuff, like sad, sad, sad. And then like three months later, they're like kind of okay. And then the man though, like the first month or so he's like drinking, going out with friends, having a great time. He looks like he's like free kind of like, well, who I'm done with this relationship. And then like three months later, he's the one who's crying, upset, like can't get over the relationship. So yeah, I think that comes back, I think to the first step and then this step. So it's like feeling your emotions and making those connections with people. Well, as we know, men tend to avoid their feelings. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense that (laughs) they would be out partying and all that because they're pushing away feelings. They're, they're hiding them. And eventually though, that behavior catches up with them and the feelings build up so that they would experience those low feelings later on. Right. When, when you think you would almost be getting over it. Yes. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) All right. And then the next step after um, making those connections would be to rearrange living options if necessary. So I guess this is more, if you lived with the person, um, right you want to do your best to obviously not be in the same vicinity of that person. If you're living with them, I know it might be hard to immediately remove yourself, but try to focus on uh, the best way you can either, if it means temporarily with living with some friends or family so that you can remove yourself from contact with that person, because otherwise it makes it very painful to day in, day out, still be around that person and it'll prolong it'll prolong how you're feeling right and I know um a few of my friends who've broken up with people and they've lived together they were the ones that made arrangements with their friends so they gave the respect of um the like for the other person since they were the ones they knew they were going to be doing the breaking up um they said I'll go stay with friends for like a month or so so you can figure this out and figure out your situation um, but if they're not respectful, then you got to take care of yourself. So true, true. <laughs> luckily yeah. in those situations, they were, but, uh, but yeah, so I think, especially if you know that you're going to be doing the breaking up, it's probably good to make those plans ahead of time. Um, you know, right. top of that, so you can get out as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's, it is really important to focus on your mental health. So again, going back to really giving yourself time to grieve, um, and again, if it's, it really depends, the grieving, the length of time depends on how long the relationship has been. If, if it was a fairly short while, maybe six months, it might, it'll be a little bit easier. But if it was five years or more, you know, it's going to be a lot longer because your whole life is wrapped in each other's, you know, intertwined. Yeah. Um, I actually, a therapist that I had gone to at one point, she described it as like a tapestry. You're slowly unweaving all the threads that go into a tapestry. And they're all, you know, if you've ever seen a tapestry, they're all like melded into each other and all that. And so it's, you're slowly having to pull out all those threads. And that's kind of, you know, um, the longer you've been with someone, the tighter those threads are. So it takes that time to do that. Exactly. Um, And then the next thing is, 
try to avoid getting into a new relationship so soon after a breakup. And again, only you know really what is too soon. Like we said, there is no proper length of time for grieving. And I think too, like if you were the one who is doing the breaking up or you were the one who maybe made that decision X amount of months ago or something, and it took you just that long to get over the breakup, maybe you've already gone through a lot of that grieving process already. So maybe it is sooner for you, but really it, it depends on every, each person has a different length of time, like we said, and um, you only know how long that amount of time is for you. But I guess the key point is you want to make sure you have gone through and processed all of your emotions and you are able to uh, look back on that experience in a positive way. Yeah, you want to just really be honest with yourself. Are you using this, you know, are you, are you jumping into a relationship uh, to as a distraction uh, as a to avoid dealing with some with feelings? Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, and if that's the case, then you know that you need to uh, do some more healing and take some time before you would uh, jump into something. Uh, otherwise, that relationship is going to go, is not going to go well either. So, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It'll just start the process all over again because you'll have to break up again. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and so. then the last step here is reestablishing trust. And this is in yourself, in other people as well. So if you want right. to talk more about that. Yeah. So building trust has a lot to do with learning to forgive. And I know that might be a, a tough one, especially if you were the one broken up with. Um, but it, one, of the, one of the most important processes is that you actually work on forgiving yourself. Because a lot of times when we go through breakups, we tend to blame ourselves about what happened. Uh, so <clears throat> there's a lot of like beating, beating yourself up with negative talk. So you have to be start becoming aware of that and really find some self-compassion. Don't allow yourself to do that. You know, recognize that we all have flaws. We all make mistakes. Uh, that does not take away from your self-worth mm -hmm. and you deserve to be treated well. Uh, but right now, you know, this is just what happened, but it has nothing to do with your self-worth. So you have to be kind to yourself, forgive yourself. Right. Um, and if the other person you know, maybe re reacted badly uh, with their behavior, you know, when you did break up with them or they broke up with you, uh, realize that that has nothing to do with you. That is truly a reflection of who they are. That has nothing to do with you. So their behavior in this breakup process is not your, uh, your fault. That's their choice of how they're deciding to behave. Mm -hmm. so. Right. Um, the next thing would be then to really start looking at actually forgiving the other person. Because if we hold on to this anger, we will never be free to move on. So this is not saying that what that person did to you was okay. It never means that. Uh, but if we continue to hold on to it, really the only person that it's hurting is you. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so basically it's helping, starting to try to take your focus away from what they actually did and try to see, put yourselves in their shoes, sort of seeing, uh, the situation from, from their point of view. Uh, and that can sometimes help you understand why they made the 
those decisions, but not but then not take it in personally because they have a background too. If they didn't have um, good role models in their life about how to handle relationships, you know, right. then it's about them. It's, you know, and you can see why they decided to maybe handle it in that way, but that you can see it's not because of you. It's, and so you can take it in less personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're flawed, you know, just as we're flawed <laughs> and we have mistakes they're flawed and have mistakes too, and they're human. And so we all, we all kind of, uh, you know, come from that same cloth where none of us are perfect. And so to recognize that as well. Right. Yeah. And then um, once we can forgive ourselves, then we can begin to rebuild that trust again in ourselves yeah. and other people. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's really important before we actually can trust other people, we really have to learn how to trust ourselves again. Cause sometimes we feel, you know, we kind of miss some signs and uh, you know, how can we trust our own judgment again about, about people because they did this awful thing to us. Um, so we really have to basically learning to trust ourselves again is learning that we have to believe that, if something like this ever happened to us again, that we're going to come out okay and we're still going to be able to have a good life without that person. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of having that faith in ourselves that whether we, the relationship that we go into in the future uh, works out or not, we're still going to be okay. So that's building that trust in ourselves. Um, we have to, and a way to do that is really look at, you know, we've all gone through some negative things, uh, in the past and we've made our way through. And so try to focus on what are the strengths that you, uh, that you have that have gotten you through those times. Well, um, one of my favorite, uh, podcasters, uh, her name is Kathy Heller and she says, um, a lot of the times on her podcast, she goes, you've already lived through a hundred percent of your hardest days. So if you think about it in that sense, I mean, obviously we don't know what's to come, but you're right. here today. You've already lived X amount of days, however long you've been alive. You've already lived right. through those days, right? right. So we can focus like on that. that, what we've already gotten through. Yeah. That's awesome. We're still here. <laughs> We're all here, still standing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's good to remind ourselves of that. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to throw in too, again, just related to the abusive relationship. Um, I think it's in that um, situation, it's important to learn how to to trust yourself that you will have the strength to walk away. Like, let's say if you should find yourself in something like that again, that you have faith in yourself that you're not going to keep, let yourself stay in such a relationship. So you can, you have to build that trust <clears throat> that you right. won't allow that. Yeah. So once we can trust ourselves again, then we can finally move on and begin to trust others again. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, relationships are basically based on faith that we can trust them. Mm -hmm. There, there are, there's always an element of risk in a relationship. We can't control other people. Um, We have to realize that, that, uh, so there's no, there's no guarantees. Uh, but we can do our best to learn from our past and try to recognize the signs um, that we may have ignored or missed in the earlier relationship and use those guides, those lessons to 
apply to the future relationships. Right. Um, but if we go into, let's say we go into a relationship, but we don't want to trust, you know, we have to, we, basically, then we're just acting on fear or anger. And so, but when we do that, we can't actually emotionally connect to anyone in a new relationship. Um, right. So, so it's kind of pointless. Um, at least not in, in our to, true selves, how you right. Really are. And we can't move forward in a, in a healthy way in any kind of relationship if we don't go in with that trust or if we go in withholding that trust mm-hmm. and, and trust slowly builds over time. You Basically, it's consistent behavior of a person doing what they said they're going to do, you know, and that right. can only happen over time. We can only see that over time. Right. So it's, it's basically, we, it's kind of a wait and see, but going in with that faith that that's how that, that we can trust them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think, so we've kind of, that, those are kind of all the steps of getting over a breakup. So hopefully that was helpful. But I think an important thing to note is um, relationships are extremely important and uh, vital to our well-being as humans. That's something that we all need out of our lives is connection and relationships with other people. And you don't want to, um, you want to have like actual real connections with people too, based on who you really are and based on who they really are. Uh, that's really what's the most fulfilling. Yeah. And also to realize that relationships do help us through relationships. We learn about ourselves. There are opportunities for our own personal uh, self-growth. And also they help us learn how to be better in relationships and have uh, find even deeper, meaningful relationships. So if we can learn and grow through them, it helps ourselves and it also helps us build better relationships in the future. So, um, so that's a very important part. If we, if we, you know, avoid them, we don't have that opportunity. Right. Yeah. And uh, the last thing I think we want to touch on here, just a good reminder for everybody going through a breakup is that, when you have these moments of sadness and you're thinking back on the relationship or the breakup, um, just remember that this moment will pass. You will move on. You will feel better. Uh, even if it feels terrible right now and all encompassing, um, you will be, you will be able to move on and that everyone, most likely everyone in the world has gone through at least one breakup. So you know that other people can get through it. So hopefully that's a reminder that you can also get through it too. Yeah, you're in good company. Uh, many people have have been through one, so they can, uh, so they understand what you're going through. So you're not alone in that way. Right. Exactly. All right. And so now we actually have a question from a listener. So um, if you guys want to us to read your questions and answer your questions on the show. Uh, feel free to either DM us on Instagram at sex combos, or you can email hello at sexcombos.com with any of your questions. Um, so this listener asked, she had three questions, so we'll go into each one. So the first one is how to stop checking their social media. So this is definitely a common one for today and definitely for younger people. The presence of social media 
makes it a lot harder uh, to get over breakups just because of the fact that they're so accessible um, and not in the physical way now. So we are able to look at their Instagram, look at their Facebook, um, everything like that and seeing what they're up to even when we have actually physically separated. Um, so I think the best strategy for this really is to block everything completely. Um, I think some people think that they have the willpower to just not check on the, that person's social media, but instead of like, you know, relying on your willpower and making it harder for yourself, just completely block, disconnect, um, unfollow, everything like that. Phone number, Instagram, Facebook, all the Snapchat, everything, whatever else there is out there. <laughs> um, I think just completely removing them so you don't have to rely on your willpower. Right, right. And uh, yeah, because if you're, if you do have uh, just, if you are reminded through any of those things, it just prolongs the process. So uh, it is the best to avoid as much as possible any kind of contact uh, yeah. with, through social media. Exactly. And even if um, you have to, if you, if you guys are in the same friend group or something like that, um, try to maybe... Uh, you don't have to unfollow your friends, but maybe try to, uh, you know, remove their posts from your feed so you don't actually have to see them pop up all the time. And if you choose to go to your friend's page, then that means you're actually taking that action towards going to their page instead of just having it pop up in their feed. So that could be helpful too if you guys have the same friends. Um, and I, yeah. I think too, maybe letting your friends know, and hopefully they're respectful of you, that, you know, you would... Uh, appreciate if they would um, not talk to you about that person and, and if they know what they're doing or whatever, uh, that they really don't relay that to you. Uh, if you, if you as the person who is, has been broken up with wants to talk so that they can listen and you want to share how you're feeling, that's one thing. But if they're telling you like what that person's doing and all that kind of stuff, that you don't want them to be doing that because that again is going to just re-injure, basically re-injure you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so the second question I had was how to stop thinking about them before your actions and start thinking about you. So I think what they're saying, what you're saying is um, you want to know how to start making decisions and taking actions based on yourself first and not having to think about that other person. Like in a lot of times in relationships, I think, uh, most people probably do this. You think about the other person before you make decisions, take actions, whether that's you're thinking about you two together make, taking, making a decision or you're just putting that other person completely first before yourself. Either way, um, you do have to start learning how to put yourself first um, whenever you want to do different things or take different actions. Yeah, and I think part of that is becoming more aware of your thought process. So if you're thinking, you know, you're, you're trying to make a decision and you realize that um, you're aware that it's something that is in relation to that, that relationship, but otherwise you would be doing something else, then you would follow, you would follow what you would do since you've been broken up, not necessarily based on when you were together. So you start thinking, you want to give yourself being more aware of the, the thoughts. So it's kind of being more observing of those thoughts and then making a decision based more on, is that really what you want to do? Or is that something that 
you're doing because of how you were in the relationship. Right. So I think really what is a key here is just to ask yourself that question. So when you are making a decision, ask yourself, am I doing this because I want to do it? Or am I doing this with considering this other person or taking into consideration this other person? So if you right. just ask yourself that question, hopefully that'll give you a chance to step back and observe your thought process and really what you're feeling. Yeah. And I think that does go back to our um, number two point where you're really trying to learn again, who you are without that person. And there, a lot of times we've pushed that aside. So it takes some, some reflection as you're, before you're actually engaging in the decision, right. uh, take time to reflect, to check in deeply. Where is this coming from? Is this mm -hmm. something I truly want to do for myself right now? Right. And then the third question from our listener is, is there a right, right way to heal from a breakup? So that months down the road, when you think that you're over it, and then you realize that you're not. So how do you avoid having that happen? And I think, um, I hope that when we just talked about all those steps that you take to getting over a breakup, that's kind of, I think, from our perspective, at least the right way to handle a breakup. Like we said, it kind of, it's the difference between men and women, which doesn't necessarily have to be true. It could be women can take the route of how men take where they avoid their emotions up front. They um, are the ones who are having fun and distracting themselves and not paying attention to how they're feeling. And then they're the ones three months down the road that um, have those feelings I and not over it. And, and in thinking of, you know, let's say just down the road of months from now, something comes up and you get triggered and you're just surprised that, you know, you're still thinking about it. It's not so much, you know, we're never going to forget what we went through, but we, but it'll be less prominent in our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, it won't be as deep. And it won't be, it won't last as long. So the key really is when you get triggered, how do you handle it? So you have to go through just, you have to just go through again, accepting those feelings. Don't judge yourself that, oh, that came up for me. How could I still be having those feelings? It's, it just, it's, it just is. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is something that triggered me. I had these feelings. I just need to let them run by, let them come through and and let them run their course and then move on. So it's, again, I think a lot of times we, uh, it comes from judgment of ourselves that we get pulled into them. So if, you know, you're thinking you're all over it and then this, you know, something comes up, mm -hmm. it's more the judgment of the fact that you think you should be over it versus oh, this is just what happened, you right. know? It, so if you can just not judge that thought, just acknowledge, okay, that's where I'm at. I'll give myself some time, some self-compassion, let it run its course, and then pick up and, and carry on. So I think that's, you know, what we have to try to strive for. Right. Uh, there, there is no right, I mean, there's no time frame or other than being just, um, you know, we have to be honest with ourselves, basically, and not and not judgmental. So basically, there's a, probably a better way to go about the healing and grieving process of a breakup. Yes, um, but there's no t there is no right time frame of it. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Because obviously, like right. we said, there is kind of a wrong way to handle it, which is avoiding your right. feelings, distracting yourself. So if you try, if you don't do that, and you follow the other steps that we gave earlier, that should be more of the right way to help you get over it faster and in a more healthy way. And actually, though, and, and to point out, depending on how the relationship ended and all that, there might be a period of time that we need to distract ourselves mm -hmm. because sometimes we're not ready to feel the full depth of the feelings. So, so that sometimes is a part of it. And so again, to speak to whether there's a right or wrong, not necessarily is it wrong to distract for a little while mm -hmm. um, yeah. because we also don't want to fall to the point where we, we can't even move Recovered. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes that distraction helps us get over that really worst time frame. And then after that, we're more at a place where we can actually start looking at it. So, mm -hmm. so it really does, you have to just know, be, again, it all, the more you can be compassionate to yourself and, you know, acknowledge where you're at and don't judge it. Yeah. That's, that's really a big part of the whole thing. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So I hope this helped. Um, so once again, if you guys have any questions you want us to read and answer, feel free to send them in. Um, hello at psychedcombos.com or DM at psychedcombos. Either or is fine. So we would love to get more questions from you guys. And uh, with that, I think we are done. So we'll wrap it up there. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We really, really appreciate it and really hoped this episode helped some of you. Um, if you can, please share this with a friend. If you know anyone who's going through a breakup, this could be really helpful for them. Uh, we want to reach as many people as possible. So continue to share the podcast episodes that really speak to you and that you think are valuable and helpful and could be valuable and helpful to someone else. And also, once again, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We're at Psyched Condos on both of those. And once again, we are doing a 13-day self-esteem challenge that is going to be starting on May 18th. So make sure that you join the Facebook group for that. That's where all the action is going to be happening. That's where the uh, challenge is going to be taking place. So don't forget to join that Facebook group for that. And we'll talk to you guys next week.